Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. You're listening to the Sandoval Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. Uh, for this week's episode, I wanted to recap uh, the first two games of the NBA Finals between the Miami Heat and Denver Nuggets. Uh, we'll talk about, uh, it's been a while since I've been on, so it'll be, uh, we'll talk about the Celtics and the Lakers, where they go now after losing in the conference finals, uh, some new coaching hires in the NBA, and then also, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So this has been a pretty good series so far. We have um, it's tied one-one. Uh, Denver, you know, was pretty much in complete control of Game One. Uh, ended up winning that Game One, oh four ninety-three. Yesterday was a, a great game, back and forth uh, between both teams. Um, you know, Jamal Murray couldn't really get going, but even though it felt like he had, um, you know, he had he had some good stretches where he was, you know, kind of completely taking over the offense for Denver. And you know, offense runs through him, and he you know he controls the pace of the offense. Um, if if and when Jokic is on the bench, but uh, Miami came back down from 15, ended up pulling away, and ended up winning 111 108. Um, Denver had a, a collapse. This is their first um, home loss since uh, March 30th of the regular season, so it's a big loss. Um, I guess I never made my pick because I had, like, the last episode I was talking about how um, I think it's going to be Miami and Denver. I do have Denver winning. Um, I know a lot of people picked either a sweep or five games. I'm going to say, um, I mean, we're already two games in, so it's not going to be that historic if I, I get it right or whatever. But, um, yeah, I say Denver in six games. I can see Miami um, splitting the series in. Uh, at home, so the next game, you know, you could have Denver win or or Miami, but um, yeah, Denver's just head and shoulders better than Miami is. Um, they're a deeper team. You know, you have the defense of, of Aaron Gordon that's been great. He's been great all postseason that no one has really talked about, and also um, Jamal Murray has really like uh, planted himself as like the second star there uh, in Denver, which is you know what it was originally, and then he got injured. He was out for like a year and a half basically. And then, you know, uh, Jokic had to drag that team, that Nuggets team, with like, they were down three starters, basically. So he had dragged that team to the playoffs. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. struggled uh, this past game yesterday, but, you know, they have so many shooters. You know, they have um, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Um, you know, they have a lot of guys that can that can score, you know, in double figures. Bruce Brown, I like Bruce Brown. Um, Green, you know, he's been on a lot of teams, uh, so he has a strong veteran presence there. Um, but yeah, Denver from just top to bottom, they're just, um, I think they're the deepest team in the NBA. Um, you have multiple guys that can beat you in different ways. Um, you know, uh, double figures, they move the ball well, they pass really well. Um, and it all starts with Jokic and Jokic could do, you know, so many things he could, you know, run the floor as a point guard basically. And then it gets other guys involved like that first game, but he had like 14 assists, you know, for the entire game, he had a triple double. Which he's the second player to have a triple double in his um, in his finals debut. The first one was Jason Kidd uh, for the Nets in was that two thousand two when they lost to the Spurs. Uh, but yeah, this team, I think, um, you know, given what Miami has accomplished this whole postseason, you know, you had you had them up three zero uh, Miami against Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then they lose three straight games, and then ended up winning in Game Seven. I just think. For this Denver team, this team, it's like, it's just everything is working out for them. Um, Mike Malone has been part of the NBA coaching community for a long time. Um, you, you know, meanwhile, you see 
all these other teams firing their coaches, um, even after they win coach of the year. You know, Doc Rivers got fired. Monty Williams got fired. Uh, Nick Nurse got fired. Um, who else got fired? Um, yeah, I think Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse is the one who went to – he's with Philadelphia now. Monty Williams just signed a massive contract for um, the Detroit Pistons, so he's the, now the highest-paid coach, uh, which is good. You know, that'll help develop um, the young guys that they have in Detroit. Um, and then Frank Vogel is back coaching, um, so he's going to be coaching the Phoenix Suns now. Uh, but, yeah, so – you know, the Nuggets never gave up on Mike Malone as a coach because, you know, I think, and I say this all the time, is that, you know, roster-wise and also, you know, coaching-wise too, you know, like managers are important, coaching is important, and like continuity is important. Like you have to have like a system in place and like certain people in place. And, you know, you can't give up on something one or two years down the road or, you know, you have like a bad year and then a coach gets fired. Like that's just not... I mean, and we've seen it not be successful where, where, you know, teams are constantly switching coaches, right? But um, it's the ones that are still, have been with the same team for a long time. You know, Steve Kerr, they won a championship last year. They have four championships there. Eric Spolstra, you know, he's been there for a long, like, I mean, well, he was with the organization since the 90s, right? And then he's there with the uh, LeBron James, like the big three. They win two championships, and then they go to the finals during the bubble, and now they're back in the finals, right? Even though they, if they had bad seasons, like Pat Riley never pulled the plug on him. He, he let him know, hey, your job is safe. You know, we believe in you, all this stuff. And then Mike Malone, too. Like, this is the first time that Denver has made it to the NBA Finals, right? And, you know, there was times, there was years where they could have pulled the plug on Mike Malone, but Mike Malone has been, or no, he prefers to be called Michael Malone, uh, he's been a great coach this whole time. You know, Denver has been like that next team. I feel like that can be like that next dynasty because all their main players are, you know, like under 28 years old, you know, they're young guys. They're like right in their prime and they're peaking all at the right time. And this could be the next dynasty. I think like once they win this one, then you have like <clears throat> in the West specifically, you have all these other aging stars. You know, Steph Curry's going to be 35. Who knows what's going to happen with the Warriors who, you know, speaking of the Warriors, Bob Myers decided to step down as GM of the team. So they're kind of like in a weird transitional period as far as their um, as their dynasty goes. So who knows what's going to happen there? Uh, LeBron is in year 20 who, you know, after they lost to the um, to the Nuggets, he said he was, going to, he was thinking about retiring, but he's not gonna retire that was just you know that was just drama to pull away from the denver and and then talk about lebron like we're doing now but there's no way he's gonna retire but he's an aging star and then who knows what the health of ad what's gonna happen there um the clippers no one knows what the clippers because you have uh Kawhi and paul george who are always out and always injured you never know phoenix there could be something there with phoenix but after the trade for kevin durant they have no depth so it's just devin booker uh, Kevin Durant, and then who knows with DeAndre Ayton, what's going to happen there. They have to do a sign trade. He's the one who got Monty Williams fired, basically, because their relationship was so sour that they just couldn't repair it at all. Um, so, yeah, you have all – and then Luka, you know, Dallas, you know, that's their star, but they can't even put a consistent roster around him that's going to be, you know, consistent in the playoffs the regular season to actually have, like, a really good run in them. They made the Eastern uh, Western Conference Finals last year, but – that seemed like more fluky than anything, and then they got swept by uh, Golden State. 
And that's why I feel that this next dynasty would be Denver Nuggets. Because you have Jokic, who's now, in my opinion, he's the best player in the NBA. He's the best player in the world. And then you have Jamal Murray, who's like just, he's been he's been amazing. Like his shot and then the way he drives the basket. The pick and roll with him and Jokic has been great. And the team that they built around him, the, the coaching continuity, everything there, um, it's just all, all put together. Like they're going to win. I think they could win like two or three championships like in the next few years easily because yeah like i said you have all these other aging stars in the west in the east i think they're head and shoulders better than any other team there the only question mark you or the only team you really had to worry about was boston which they didn't make it a healthy milwaukee team that's like the only other team that i think can be uh, potentially be another dynasty but then you have chris middleton who is a free agent here and then so what's going to happen with the contract there they can't and then with the new cba they can't afford to keep everybody right so there's going to have to be some cuts so that like every team with um like multiple stars they're going to have to pick basically one maybe two stars and have to put a bunch of role players around them and so it's going to make it harder for dynastic teams to just keep those uh rosters together basically right and then then you have the Sixers. Who knows what's gonna happen with the Sixers? They have a new coach, and then you know all those all the the, the players that they built around Joel Embiid, the roster. Harden might go to Houston. So there's a lot of question marks everywhere else in the NBA, except for you know a few teams, and Denver being one of them. Um, I mean, even Boston has some question marks, and yeah. So um, so I, I just feel like this is their this is their time. The next five years is it belongs to Denver. Um, that being said, what the Miami Heat have been doing has been uh, just amazing. Eric Spolstra is um, just his coaching ability has been just amazing. This whole postseason run, I mean, his whole career too. It's like with the, all the stuff he had, a, he had to handle and take care of. With as far as when you know he had the big three, in Miami, they weren't the biggest fans of him. You know, it's been well documented that LeBron went to Pat Riley's office and asked for him to be fired, and then Pat Riley, you know, put his foot down and said, hey, you're not going to come into my office and ask for anybody to be fired. Pat Riley promoted Eric Spolstra. He gave him, like, the, you know, his blessing to coach this team, and he's been there ever since, and um, he's always been a smart coach, and, you know, as I said during the Eastern Conference Finals was that the Miami Heat are going to win that series because coaching is important. Coach, at the end of the day, coaching matters. You know, players play, but the coaches—they're the ones who think of all the different schemes and do all this different stuff to uh, to ensure that their team's going to win. No matter what kind of players that they have on their team, because they have—they don't have any superstars on their team. They have one star, and that's Jimmy Butler. We could debate Bam Adebayo as being a star, but I always—I feel like I always need more from him offensively. He's not as consistent as he should be. But it doesn't matter because it works for that Miami Heat team. And then you have Max Struess playing well, Gabe Vincent, and then um, uh, Tyler Hero has been injured. Victor Oladipo's out. So they're missing you know, their key pieces to their team and playing with these other guys. Uh, Duncan Robinson had a great game. Um, Caleb Martin has had huge games and huge moments in the in this uh, in this playoff run so these are these are like no no average fan knows any of those names these are undrafted players that um eric spolstra has trusted and, and jimmy butler has has uh, encouraged during this whole run and that they've we've seen them blossom like during this entire run 
And, you know, not every game, everyone's going to have a, have a good game, but they're getting, they'll get 10 here. You know, they had, what, they have 23 from Gabe Vincent. They'll get a 15 here from, you know, like a Duncan Robinson. And so it's just like, it's just a full team effort there with the Miami Heat. And I don't know how they've done it. You know, they beat Milwaukee. Uh, they beat Boston. After being up 3-0, they let Boston get three more wins, and then they close out that game. Uh, that game seven in Boston, but it all starts, honestly, it all starts with Eric Spolstra. I know uh, Pat Riley deserves his credit, but Pat Riley's not there coaching, doing all this stuff. Maybe in the beginning he was, but now, ever since Spolstra took over, it's been Spolstra. And and even in the press conferences, the way he talks about his team, and he's like, I don't know how we're going to figure it out, but we're going to go into Boston and we're going to win game seven. I don't know how, but we're going to do it. And he's like, if we could tip off this this game right now, we would. And just the way he talks about his players and talks about the game, you could tell that that rubs off on the players and and one Jimmy Butler and um, you know they take after their coach for for sure. They take you know his identity and they play like it. Like they just they don't care what anybody says. Like they're gonna go out there and they're gonna win. They're they're gonna compete with whoever is healthy on their team, and that's just how they're gonna do it. And this team is like so. Um, they're so connected with each other personality wise like work ethic like air just everything about them it's like i just love this miami heat team even though i i counted them out many times during i didn't even have them making the playoffs i don't think or maybe it was a play-in and then i had them losing and then i mean they almost lost to the hawks in the play-in and then weren't in the playoffs at all and then they've just been on this improbable run not because they're an eight seed because they're not a normal eight seed because they were in the in the um, finals in 2020 but just that you have so many other teams that are better than them like the Sixers like on paper Sixers are better than them the Celtics obviously better than them the Bucks but time and time again they found a way to win and it starts with Spolstra Spolstra has shown that he can get the most out of any player on his roster no matter you know what draft pick or if they're undrafted or where they've been playing uh but yeah he's he's been amazing he's has to be considered like top three coach right now in the NBA. Um, obviously you have Steve Kerr, uh, you know, Greg Popovich. And I honestly, I would put Spolstra right there. Although the only reason I have Steve Kerr is he has four championships and just won one last year. And then Popovich obviously because of the, uh, the pedigree there and the, and the history and his, his full on experience. But then like Spolstra is right there. Like who else can you think of right now? That's uh, better than Spolstra. Like Mike Malone is good, but he hasn't won yet. And this is the first time in the NBA finals. Um, but Spolstra's just been absolutely amazing. Um, so, yeah, recapping uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Um, yeah, you had uh, Miami Heat winning in seven games. But, you know, for the Celtics, it's kind of like, um, you know, Missoula. Joe Missoula was, you know, rookie head coach. But, you know, it wasn't his job to begin with because of what happened with Ime Udoka, who's now coaching Houston. Um and, you know, we never got the full details of what happened there in Boston, but, you know, they fired him. And then a bunch of the assistant coaches left for other jobs, or um, now Ime Udoka is going to take uh, more of the bench coaches there, most of the assistant coaches from Boston. And uh, Missoula wasn't even, he wasn't even the second, he wasn't even on the floor. He was on in the second row of where the other coaches sit. And then they promoted him and he kind of like fell into that job. So it's his first, like first head coaching job. But this roster was, you know, this roster is ready to win a championship right now. Right. But uh, they went all the way to the finals. 
with Udoka lost in was that six games uh, to the Golden State Warriors. So this year, you're I mean even with the coaching change, I didn't I didn't have them making the conference finals or even the finals, but you know I had them not as good record wise, but they were the better team record wise. They had the the best record, um, you know because talent you know. They can you can you can win a lot of games just on talent alone, but the schemes weren't there, and it seemed like he lost the locker room. That's just from some reports, and then you know body language during timeouts and stuff. Like you have other players taking over the uh, the clipboard and and calling their own plays. Um, he just seemed like he was weighing over his head this whole year. It sounds like uh, Boston Celtics are going to keep him for the for next year. Um, I. I don't know if I would do like a one and done with him because then that's going to be your third coach in three years. You had Brad Stevens, then Ime Udoka, and then then you have Joe Mazzulla, and then you're going to have a fourth coach. And 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 roster wise, you're right there trying to win a championship with Jason Tatum and and Jalen Brown, and then Marcus Smart, and then you have the aging um, Al Horford. So it's kind of like what like why why would you do that? I feel like it would be a, it would be. Um, it would be a lateral move, and as I said, you know, you have to have some continuity in the NBA, especially in coaching. But I would hire some, you know, assistant coaches that can help Joe Mazzulla with game planning and, and schemes, and you know, actually calling timeouts and stuff. And if it is true that you did lose the locker room, and if you talk to your best players and they can kind of indicate whether he lost the locker room or not, then you have to fire him because only only the, the players and the coaches will know. But if you're a general manager. And you kind of get a sense of that, then it has to go. Because once you lose the locker room, then that's it. Like it's really hard to gain it back. And you know, in some cases, they don't get the locker room back. Like there was an issue with DeAndre Ayton and, and Monty Williams that I mentioned earlier. And Monty Williams got fired. They chose the player who wasn't even the best player in the, in the on the team and who might not even be on the team next year. They chose him over the coach and Monty Williams. So that just shows. And then even like with Steve Nash, Steve Nash got fired because. Apparently Kyrie and and KD wanted him fired, and there was some issues with the locker room, and then boom, he gets fired. So once you lose the team, like you get fired. So if 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 that's true that Joe Mazzulla has lost the team, they have to fire him. Like they can't keep him another year because then you're just wasting whatever time you have left with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Game Seven. Jason Tatum gets injured, like first play of the game. So it's Jalen Brown's opportunity to step up. He doesn't step up. He has a lot of turnovers because, I don't know, he's made it this far in his career, and he, he still struggles dribbling. He turns the ball over a lot when he's when he's controlling the, the ball and, like, running the offense. Um, and, and defenses know that, so they put pressure on him. They double him up, and he turns the ball over. He just, like, he's very erratic with the ball, uh, which isn't good. So he shouldn't be a super max player where they're going to pay, like, I think they bo- they're both eligible for, like, $280 million or something. They're going to be paying both players up to $600 million, basically. And they kind of do the same things. One of them is, I mean, Jason Tatum's a little bit better, but then there's times where Jason, uh, Jalen Brown is better, but none of them have been, like, head and shoulders above, like, they, they haven't been, like, the best player in the series. Like, maybe Jason Tatum was was the best, but then, it you know, like, could, could, could have been Jimmy Butler. Like, it was just, like, very up and down with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And maybe this is this team, the way it's presently constructed, maybe it's, this reached this peak, you know, with the one finals appearance because, I mean, Milwaukee's right there. I keep talking about Milwaukee, but they're going to get there. They're going to be fully healthy. I'm sure they'll be back. 
I don't. Th- I think the Sixers are going to regress because it sounds like they're going to lose James Harden. And then now, what do you do as far as like roster construction after that? Um, and then Miami Heat. I, I mean, who knows how much the Miami Heat have left? But I mean, it could be Boston as being like the best team in the East. But time and time again, we've been let down. And it and sometimes it's the play of Jason Tatum where he relies too much on his three point shot, and he doesn't drive to the basket enough. Um, also like the ball movement isn't always there. Um, the Jalen Brown turnovers, the defense wasn't as good as, as it was last year. Um, so I'm not sure what they do, but I feel like they're going to end up just maxing out both guys, but then that kind of ties you up financially over the next few years. Cause then it's like, well, what do you do? Uh, do you keep Al Horford? What do you do with Marcus Smart? Like Derek White had that big game. Um, you know, you have to get the right pieces around them. Um, Robert Williams like doesn't play as much anymore. Grant Williams like didn't play certain games. He didn't play like enough. I don't think, uh, but he might be gone because I mean he's a, a pending free agent. So I'm not sure where they go. Like, do they trade Jalen Brown for other assets and try to um, just build around Tatum as being the best player, and then get some shooters around him and some defenders, and then kind of just build off of depth? But I don't know if I mean that's what they have to decide if if Jason Tatum is that much of a of a difference maker where he can be the best player on a championship team personally i don't see that right now as him being the best player on a championship team because he's been the best player on that team and it hasn't like he's still young what is he 24 25 like they're still young and they've had all this playoff experience but now at certain points like you, we got to see you get it done we got to see you show up in big moments like that first game seven that he had he had 51 points but in this other game seven, I get he was injured, but he was still in the game. He has to find a different way to be effective for his team and to disrupt the defense of the Miami Heat because Miami Heat they've been playing great um, zone defense on all their on all their teams. But um, yeah, you, you just have to find a way to come through for your team in, in those big moments, and he didn't. But but that's their best player, so they have to they have to build around him because they're not going to trade both of them. Like I feel like Jalen Brown is a more tradable asset right now, but. Uh, he has some deficiencies in his game, so who's going to want to trade for him and then give him that big contract because his contract's going to be up here soon. So uh, a lot of question marks with, with the Boston Celtics. I feel like they they will keep Missoula, and I feel like they will also keep Jalen Brown. They might run it back, probably just change some uh, rotational pieces and some role players there, and then just try to come back and hopefully you know, things go their way. I think that's what they're going to try to do. And for the Lakers, they got swept uh, by the Denver Nuggets. And then, you know, LeBron shortly announced that he's thinking about uh, retirement. You know, as I mentioned earlier, he's not going to retire. There's no way. Um, he's in, was it, it's going to be his 21st season. You know, this team, this roster that they had, they made it to the Western Conference Finals. But, you know, uh, they were just completely overmatched against the Denver Nuggets. Denver, they're too deep. You know, they can switch. They can do a lot of things for the for them offensively. Um, and you know the Lakers, they just they just couldn't hold up defensively. You know they had they were asking a lot of LeBron, who's injured, you know injured most of the postseason, uh, asking a lot of Anthony Davis, who you know is an injury risk. You never know when he's going to come back up. But uh, D'Angelo Russell was terrible during that that series. The entire series is awful. Um, so I I expect the Lakers to not bring back um, D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Darvin Ham, rookie head coach for the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I don't think he's getting enough credit. Um, he did a, a phenomenal job for this team. You know, they started off very slow, terrible, uh, but then, you know, they had those 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 trade deadline moves, you know, bringing in Malik Beasley, who was non-existent in the postseason, but 
he's a guy that can that can score for you. They brought in um, Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, D'Angelo Russell was big in those early series. You know, Austin Reeves, uh, his emergence. Um, you know, they brought in Dennis Schroeder. So, you know, there's a lot of pieces there, I think. Um, you know, they made the Western Conference Finals for a reason, but I just feel like if it wasn't Golden State, it was definitely going to be Denver. Um, as far as next steps go, um, I, it sounds like the Lakers are trying to bring in, potentially bring in Kyrie Irving. I'm not sure if Kyrie Irving is going to stay in Dallas, but then there was a rumor that was announced today that came out that, that um, he he wants to resign with the Mavericks, but then he wants them to trade for LeBron James. And then reportedly uh, the Mavericks um, front office was, you know, they put a package together to try to trade for LeBron when the, the Lakers, the series was, was spiraling or when their season was spiraling out of control. But um, then the Lakers made their, their moves and then they, you know, they got better. So then they, they kind of took it off the table. But um, yeah, Kyrie reportedly wants to play with LeBron in Dallas with Luca, which I don't know, as far as like asset wise, like what can, what can um, Dallas even offer that that the Lakers would want to to take on for LeBron James? Because once LeBron is gone, I feel like that team is 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 blown up because you can't. I mean, obviously they're going to try to build around Anthony Davis, but at this this stage of his career and like all the injuries that he's sustained, um, his inconsistencies you know, in big moments in, in certain, uh, playoff matchups. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if they're going to want to truly build around Anthony Davis at that point. Right. Because, you know, he's, he's not on the floor all the time. So it's like, if you're building around like Paul George or Kawhi Leonard, you know, that they're going to miss like, you know, 30, maybe 40% of the season, every season, you know, there's always going to be some surgery or some, you know, lingering injury that's going to keep him out of the lineup most of the year. So, um, yeah, if LeBron were to leave the Lakers, I feel like the Lakers would have to... I feel like the smart move would be to trade Anthony Davis and get as many assets as you can. Because right now, I feel like his stock is, is like pretty high, uh, higher than you know previous years where people like didn't want to touch him. And then there was actual conversations about tra- trading Anthony Davis, but then you know they had to keep it out. But you know the Lakers will only go as far as Anthony Davis takes him. Like, if he's the best player, I think they can go... Pretty far. I'm not sure if they can win a championship if he's the best player. As long as they have LeBron there, then that balance, you know, it, it balances off pretty well offensively, and then defensively as well. But um, there's gonna be. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of roster changes. Obviously, I don't think they're gonna bring back uh, Malik Beasley, D'Angelo Russell. Uh, that experiment, I think they're done with him because of just how just abysmal he was against Denver in that postseason in that in that series but I mean they were going to beat Denver at all there was no shot that they were going to beat Denver at all like they're just overmatched completely um you know like talent wise like they're just Denver was completely better than them like first first player like in that series that was the best was Jokic and then the second one it could be argued that it was Jamal Murray or LeBron and then like maybe fourth would be Anthony Davis, but then after that, it was all Denver players, right? It was like if you try to pick who the best players are in that series, it's mostly it would be Denver top heavy. is It's all it's a mix of Denver and LA, but then after that, it's just Denver. So like they're just a deeper team, uh, better coached, I think, and then also better defensively. Then other NBA news: uh, Adam Silver he announced that they're going to announce the suspension of John Morant after at the conclusion of the NBA Finals. Um, 
which I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird topic because it's like okay, the first thing is like he was holding a gun and then he was recording whatever Instagram live. They suspended him ten games, and then now the same thing happened a few months later. They put him in this like fake like stress relief program or something, and then you know he was seeking therapy or I don't know. It just it seemed like the Grizzlies were you know. Um, they're just going through the motions of far, as far as like a PR uh, standpoint. Like, hey, how could we improve the image and all this stuff? But um, so Adam Silver is going to announce the suspension, and a lot of owners are pushing for him to be suspended, like a significant suspension, like half the season. Um, some people are saying that he's going to be suspended the whole season, which is kind of crazy because he didn't shoot anybody. Um, he didn't seem like he was in danger. Um, you know, it's obviously, it's a more of a, a PR standpoint. It's a bad look, bad image for the NBA. They don't want to be associated with stuff like that. But, and you know, of course, John Moran, you, you have to, you have to think better and stop hanging out with those uh, people that are doing that. And then have a no phones policy. Like, Hey man, I'm the breadwinner. You know, I'm putting shit together. Like stop with the phones. Like you're going to hang out with me. You're not going to bring a phone. Like that's just a rule. Um, but I mean, I don't know. There's rumors about like half a season would be 42 game, 41 games. Like that's that's excessive. A full season's excessive. He didn't commit. I mean, as far as I know, he didn't commit a crime. If if that gun is registered to him and he is allowed to carry it, he didn't commit a crime. It's stupid. He committed a crime for like the NBA. It was against if it's against their policy. But I I think. Um, like maybe they suspend him 20 games. They double the, the suspension from what he had last year, which was 10. So you do 20, like, I don't like I would be fine with 25 maybe, but full seasons egregious. And so is a, a half a season, 41 games is, is insane. Um, but maybe the NBA knows more information about this than what we know. I mean, there was a lot of incidents, uh, going back to, you know, threatening a, a, a shoe store clerk, because his mom said they were rude to him, um, punching somebody. They they punched somebody in the head. Like uh, they're playing pickup basketball in front of his house, and he punched this kid in the head. Uh, so just a lot of stuff like that. But I feel like the ten game suspension was all all of that accumulating, and then Adam Silver said, "Hey, we're going to suspend you for ten games." But now, um, now it, it, you start from clean slate, right? But then you 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 get suspended, then you do the same thing again. Then you know there's going to be a harsher suspension, obviously, because now hey, you got caught again. You make you make us look stupid because you do all this, all this, all this like therapy and all this other stuff that you're saying. Hey, I need to take a step back for my mental health. Blah 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 blah. And we're just not going to believe it if you do the same thing again, right? And then you're going to make the NBA and everybody else and all your supporters look stupid if they're sticking their neck out for you. So now that's why I think Adam Silver's going to is he's going to drop the hammer on him. I think I think probably 25 games is what I'm going to say, but. I wouldn't be shocked if it's half a season. I would be shocked if it's a full year because, I mean, what harm was done besides an image standpoint? It was stupid, and I just, yeah, it was dumb. But I don't, I'm don't. i not going to sit here and say that he should lose an entire year of salary because he like had a gun in a video. Um, you know, he already lost money due to like not making all-NBA all first team. Uh, so we'll see. That'll be at the conclusion of the NBA Finals. Um, I will try to be consistent with my recording. I know I said I'll be back on Monday, and then the whole week went by, and now I'm here on on the next Monday. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to do a weekly thing. 
uh, again, uh, I'm just like so busy with school right now, but I'm towards the end. I'm like two weeks left this term or the last week of this term. And then I'll have like two weeks off and I'm taking some summer classes and I work full time. And I'm just like, I'm just busy, man. I just like, I don't have, I don't have that much time in my personal life. Anyway, I get home from work and I just like fall asleep doing stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'll try to either do, it's either going to be a weekly or like, um, uh, like every two weeks a bi-weekly thing. But I'm not gonna promise any days. But I'm usually off on my on my day day off is on Monday, so I'm gonna try to do on Mondays. But um, yeah, I need to catch up on some shows. I haven't watched the the series finale of Succession. I know I'm like I'm on episode three after that big news from that episode, um, and I haven't caught up. So I've been trying to I've been avoiding spoilers like the plague, and then also Barry. I haven't finished that last season, so I've also been avoiding. Spoilers there, um, Yellow Jackets. I'm I'm very behind, is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, Yellow Jackets also. I haven't finished the season finale. Also, um, episode three on that show. Um, so yeah, I'm avoiding a lot of spoilers right now. I'm not talking to people about about those shows until I talk, until I see it and then I can I can talk about. It. But hopefully, once I'm done with classes, I can I can start focusing on my TV shows again and like start catching up on some movies I haven't seen yet. Um, I did finish Snowfall finally, and that that season series finale was very sad. Uh, Franklin ended up, you know, living in in his uh, parents' home. You know, no money, nothing, just an alcoholic. He ended up like his dad, and it was sad. And then, um, you know, Leon came back to visit him and try to you know be there for him, but then it was already done. Like he was already gone, and the neighborhood was worse than it was before. Like it's just uh, that was a really sad. Sad series finale and really hard to watch, but uh, but yeah, I'm 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 working on some things. I'm, I'm um I started going to therapy now. I've had uh, like three sessions now, and my therapist is pretty dope. She's um she's around my age, I think, but um yeah, she's been uh, good to talk to. It's been pretty helpful, I think. I just like I hold on to a lot of stuff, and um I just like lately, like the past like few weeks, like a month. Just been like very angry and explosive with like patients at work. So I've been getting a lot of arguments at work and and like on the street and stuff. I've been getting an argument. I'm like, man, I gotta chill out, man. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna shoot me or stab me. Which you know, I'm like, all right, whatever. But but yeah, I just I just need to chill. I recognize I need I need to take a step back and relax. So I um yeah, so I I'm seeing this therapist and she's chill. She laughs at all my dark humor, so she gets my jokes. Um, so it's cool. We have a, we have a pretty good rapport, but, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm working on myself. You're going to see this whole transformation. I'm going to start working out again and, and, and doing more podcast episodes on time. So I'm not leaving, leaving you guys hanging the ones who listen. Uh, but yeah, that's all we have for this week's episode. Um, take care of yourself, you know, try to try to do things that you enjoy. I'm trying to do things that I enjoy, which is this podcast. I'm trying to do it more often. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to be content with who I am. So I hope you can do the same as well. And thanks for joining me. And we will be back. I will be back next week. I'm going to promise you guys we'll be back next week. Thank you.